Good morning. It's good to be able to chat with you again, following on from what we talked about last week as we're beginning to unpack and delve a little deeper into the five stands that we're looking at this year as we focus on standing. And last week I talked about the first three. So we looked at the one for Jesus centered, which was stand with Jesus. We looked at the one for rooted, which is stand on his promises. And we looked at the one for together, which was stand together, you know, and I talked about these in relationship to a story that Jesus told in the New Testament, the parable of the wise and the foolish builders from Matthew 7, 24 to 27 in the Amplified Version. And we looked at the importance of having Jesus at the centre of what you do, standing on his promises and standing together. And that way, when life throws things at us, when the rains come and the floods come, then we're able to still stand even through difficult circumstances. So if you missed it, then please go back and have a lesson. I hope it will encourage and help you. But today I'm going to carry on with the other two stands that we have for this year. The one that is um, for growing broad, becoming broad in who you are. Um, which we've called stand out this year and also the one for far reaching where we reach out to other people and share the good news of Jesus which is stand up for others that we're focusing on this year so those are the two things that I'm going to look at today as we share together and just before I do I just wanted to talk to you a little bit from the Old Testament and look at an account from Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet so he was a man of God who sort of told people what God was saying at the time so God would speak to him and he'd go and tell the people who lived at the same time as in this is what God's saying this is what God wants you to do this is what God promises this is what God's saying is going to happen in the future and that was basically what Ezekiel did so we're going to look at an account from Ezekiel 37 in the message translation and look at something that God speaks to Ezekiel about he, he takes him to this place shows him this image and then goes on to tell him that this is what I'm going to do with my people with Israel and so it's not necessarily something that was a real thing but it was something that God showed Ezekiel and from what he showed him he was able to communicate with Ezekiel and through Ezekiel to the people at the time that this is what I'm promising to do this is what what I'm going to do in your life and those promises still stand today and I believe as we look at this analogy from Ezekiel and we unpack it in regards to standing um, out and standing up that God wants to speak to us this morning and God wants to tell us what he would like to do in our lives and in and through as, as a church so I hope that makes sense and just puts a little bit of context behind what I'm trying to do today so I'm going to read to you from Ezekiel 37 in the message and it says this starting at verse one God grabbed me obviously not me this is Ezekiel talking God's spirit took me Ezekiel up and set me down in the middle of an open plain strewn with bones he led me around and among them a lot of bones there were bones all over the plain, dry bones, bleached by the sun. He said to me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, master God, only you know that. He said to me, prophesy, which means speak to them, speak over these dry bones. Dry bones, listen to the message of God. God the master told the dry bones, watch this, I'm bringing the breath of life to you and you'll come to life. I'll attach sinews to you, put meat on your bones, cover you with skin and breathe life into you. You'll come alive and you'll realise that I am God. Today, if you don't know that God is God, if you don't know God as your God, he wants to speak to 
you. He wants to let you know that he wants to breathe life into you. He wants to let you know that he loves you and he believes in you, that he wants the best for you. He wants you to know that he wants to encourage you and that he wants a relationship with you. It's all about people knowing who God is, that he wants relationship with him and that he just loves them. So that aside, let's carry on with where we are. Verse seven. I prophesied just as I had been commanded. As I prophesied, there was a sound and oh, rustling. In the NIV, it says a rattling sound. The bones moved and came together, bone to bone. I kept watching, sinews formed. The muscles on the bones, then the skin stretched over them, but they had no breath in them. He said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, tell the breath. God, the master says, come from the four winds, come breath, breathe on these slain bodies, breathe life. So I prophesied just as he had commanded me. The breath entered them and they came alive. They stood up on their feet, a huge army. You know, you read that and you think, wow, that's amazing that God can do something so amazing in a, in a place where there's just random bones scattered about that have been there that long that they're bleached by the sun, that God can pull them all together, put them in the right places so they make a skeleton, put sinews on to attach them together, put muscles on and then put skin all around it, breathe life into them so they come alive, stand them up, give them a purpose, put them in place, stand them next to each other so they have a purpose as a corporate body as an army that they can go out and do amazing things <laughs> it's wow and god wants to do that in us as individuals but also in us as a church you know but very often we read that and we think oh that's so exciting it gives me such hope that god can take me from a place where i feel like a dry bone that's been there for ages disjointed from the rest of my family disjointed from the rest of my body bleached by the sun i've been here that long and yet god can take that one bone fit it back together put sinews and, and flesh and meat and muscles together and skin and life so that it has purpose and plan. It's just amazing. Yet some of us may say, but you don't understand. You don't understand what my valley's like. You don't understand that, that, that I am that disjointed from my body. I'll never find it again. You don't understand that I am that bleached by the sun and that overcome by the difficulties of life that I'll never stand again. Well, this morning, I just want to briefly, before we look at those other two stands, is to just try and answer this question. How do I stand again? You know, when things have been difficult, when we've been affected for so long by things, it can be really hard to think that we will ever know or be or see anything else. And this morning, I want to say to you that you can, you can see change in your life. You can hear, like Ezekiel heard, that rattling sound of change coming, of something different, of a coming back together and a healing and a bonding and a mending and, and, and then that breath that comes, that, that you no longer have to be disjointed from the rest of your body, of the rest of society, that you no longer have to have a lack of purpose where you don't even know where you fit or what you do or what you're for, that you no longer have to be isolated 
isolated and alone, disillusioned with a lack of faith, hurt and disappointed. No matter where you find yourself, God wants to say to you again, you can stand. And you may know God and just been going through a really difficult season where you feel so isolated, alone, or you may not know God and say, well, you know, I've never even started that relationship and yet I am hurt and I am damaged by life. God wants to breathe new life into you. God wants to relate to you. God wants to connect you with other people so that you've got people around you, so that you have purpose, so that you are no longer alone. God wants to do something new and fresh in your life. He wants to add substance to you, just like he did to those bones and give them a purpose again. And you know, it may seem impossible, just like, you know, God said to Ezekiel, you know, can these bones live? And Ezekiel knew the best answer. Oh God, only you know. God is a God of the impossible. When things seem impossible, when your past seems to drain you so much that it doesn't seem possible that you'll ever break free, when your mental health presses you down so much that you never feel like you are going to overcome, when your financial or relational circumstances are so overbearing that you feel so disjointed and broken away from society and people that you feel you'll never connect again, God, the God of the impossible, wants to come and breathe new life into you, wants to come and refresh you and restore you, wants to come and put some meat on your bones, wants to come and wrap you round in the skin of his love, wants to come and breathe his breath into you so that you can stand again. You no longer have to be beaten to the floor by your circumstances. You no longer have to be overrun by everything that's going on. You no longer have to feel so alone and isolated, but God wants to breathe into you, wants to help you stand again and wants to put you in the midst of a people so that you are no longer alone that you have a plan and a purpose God will and wants to do it it was the same then as it is today the word that he spoke in and through Ezekiel he still wants to speak today God's voice still speaks that promise and that prophecy still is going out and God wants to do something new and fresh in your life and to breathe that into you so that from that place you can stand out and stand up and that is what I'm believing for you today you may know God and may have known him for a long time you may have just recently started a journey with him or you may not know him it doesn't matter wherever you are at on that journey God wants to speak to you today God wants to remind you that you are loved God wants to let you know no matter where you've fallen or where you've landed that he wants to pick you up from that place and that he has a plan and a purpose for your life and if you are willing to hear that rattle that is coming that sound of change and respond to it then he will work in and through you so you stand up that you stand out and that you can stand for others as you stand for him you know and like I said it may seem impossible you know we talked last week and Paul talked on Vision Sunday about the Romans 8 scripture where it says in all these things we are more than conquerors it's because of Jesus we can do it impossible doesn't stop God it just gives him more opportunity to perform miracles and to do good works in and through your life we're more than conquerors there's overwhelming victory you may feel like the tiniest of bones lying in a dry valley that you think 
mankind can never do or be or accomplish anything and yet the God of the impossible is calling to you come back together and as that rattling takes place and you hear the sound of change respond to the word of God Ezekiel spoke God's word and the bones responded to it this morning no matter how dry you feel no matter how sun bleached you are by life no matter whether you've heard God's voice calling to you before or not listen and hear in the spirit God's saying to you come to me come to the God of the impossible and I will do miracles in your midst and I will do miracles in and through you just like he did in that valley of dry bones so how do we do that how do we stand again how do we hear that voice well that's it we let God in be honest with where we're at Say, God, I'm, I'm here, I'm this little dry bone over here and I'm really bleached. I'm bleached more than that one next to me, actually. But God, I don't want to stay like this. I want to hear it when you say, so I can be a rattling bone. I want to rattle. I want to come from the place that I am and, and rattle about with the other things and come together and cause a miracle to happen. So what do we do? We believe again. Listen for the word of God. Let it bring substance to you. Let it encourage you that you can move from the place that you you are that you can get involved in what's going on let God breathe new life into you to refresh and restore you you know there's so many places in the Bible where we see stories of life going to death coming to new life again and victory we see it with Jesus he hung on the cross and he died for you and for me for our sins for forgiveness of those sins he died he went to the grave he was there for three days and then God raised him up and with him came the victory and the power that we can live in today we see it with with Lazarus we see it with many stories in the Bible of people that died and were resurrected again and from that place there is victory and it's a process to that victory and sometimes we can be fearful we can start that process and yet when we find ourselves in the grave when we find ourselves in that dry valley of dry bones we suddenly think have I got this all wrong is God even actually real I was just making all this up in my head what 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 is actually true and and then we get fearful and think oh I'm never going to change and nothing's ever going to happen and, and it's at this pivotal point where very often we move away from God or think oh God's not for me if this is the case if this is where he's led me this isn't God's not for me God is calling us to love and trust him in and through the death and resurrection God is calling us to love and trust him even when we feel that he's failed us and not helped us through God is calling us to love and trust him even when we're a tiny bone lying in that dry valley thinking I'm never going to find the rest of my skeleton again I'm never going to have purpose again God is calling us to love and trust him because as we do that as we rejoice in hope believing for victory then that's when change comes then that's when God's word really begins to take place in our lives and begins to cause change and causes that rattling to take place so let him breathe new life into you let God call you again to a place of purpose not just as, as a corporate body as a church but as individuals that God is calling us for a purpose so you know maybe this morning you are asking that question how do I stand again when I've been in such a place 
God is calling you to stand again. And I believe that from that place, you can stand out and you can stand up for others. So believe with me this morning. I just want to pray with you before we carry on. Father God, I pray for people who feel like they're never going to come out of that place where they've fallen. People who feel like they're so bleached with just lying in that same place like that bone. They've been there for so long, suffering with mental health, suffering with anxiety, suffering with a a relationship issue or financial issue or just a lack of purpose God a disjointedness Father God I pray that you would breathe new life into them I pray this morning that they would hear your word and from that place they would find themselves rattling to a place of change find themselves responding to the word that they hear God this morning I pray that you would give them hope that you would give them a future Father God I pray for overwhelming victory in their circumstances Father God as you work in and through them by your spirit God breathe life into them God whether it's for the first time or for the hundredth millionth time God breathe new life I pray that they may stand again and stand firm you know and if you'd like to talk to people more about this there's people on church online they would love to pray for you or speak to your small group lead let people stand with you and encourage you as you learn to stand again so let's look then at those those two things that we've said we're going to look at this morning, the stand out and the stand up for others. And with the stand out, I just I just think it's absolutely amazing that we see these dry bones in this place and they are as they are. And yet God does something amazing with them so that they stand out. You know, a valley of dry bones would look like a valley of dry bones it's you know you'd look at it and you think well something's obviously happened there and that's all the bones that are left from it and you might stay and have a little look at it and you you know if you've got archaeological tendencies you might have a little bit more of a look at it but otherwise it is what it is it's not going to stand out particularly any more than any other valley of dry bones and yet we see that God does such an amazing work in that place that ultimately what stands up is this huge army that is going to stand out if people walk past that place again and say actually last time I came past here this was a value dry bones no there's an army there what's happened to those bones what's going on what what why has this change occurred when God brings us from a place of death to life it stands out it does something miraculous we see it with Jesus when he died and he rose again he stood out he brought victory he brought everlasting change to our lives there's a story in the old testament of Jonah and the whale and Jonah is almost like a a shadow of what happened to Jesus he was swallowed by the whale he stayed there for three days and then he was spat out again by the whale and then he went to the city that God had called him to and he saw salvation he saw people coming to know God he saw people repenting of the things that they were doing wrong he saw amazing things after that process of death followed by resurrection and we see that why do we see that why do we see with Jonah that he's able to from that place of death to suddenly be able to see transformation and change on city-wide proportions and I don't know about you but I would love to see our city transformed and changed beyond recognition I would love to see our city thriving and, and, and coming to God and loving him but also seeing communities impacted change for people's lives so that things are better for them so that they prosper and do well how do we see that like Jonah did what was what was the process that he went through and you know all you can think is well he was swallowed by a whale 
Yes, his attitude changed while he was in the whale because he didn't want to go to this city in the first place and ran away. But ultimately, what happened in this whale that caused such transformation? And, you know, I had a little look online about, you know, do people actually get swallowed by whales? Do they survive it? And, you know, there are some stories and, you know, they're not always 100% sure if they're true, but there are stories of people who've been swallowed by whales. You know, there's a story of a sailor in the Falkland Islands who was swallowed by a whale. There's a Spanish sailor who alleges to be swallowed by a whale. There's, there's a story of someone called James Bartley, which is quite a famous one. And, you know, there's there's questions about whether it's true or not. He was swallowed by a sperm whale and he was he actually got out of the sperm whale because at the time they were hunted and he was hunted down and he was saved from the whale's belly um, when, when the whale itself was killed and he survived it. That is how the story goes. But what it tells us about him is actually when he came out of the whale's belly, his skin which was bleached by what had gone on within the whale's... I don't know, the acid that was going on in his belt, he actually bleached and caused a change to this man's skin. You know, and we look at Jonah and we think, why did he have such an impact in this city? He was there for one day and the whole city repented. One day he was there. You may be sitting and thinking, I've been working with my family for years. I've been, I've been trying to encourage people in my workplace to come to church for decades. I've been praying and believing for this city, for change and transformation for, for years and years. Why, why did Jonah in one day see this change? Because he went through this process of death to life and the process of death to life causes you to stand out. Sometimes we need to die to be able to bring life and I'm not talking about a physical death I'm talking about dying to ourselves. I'm talking about dying to those things that hold us back I'm talking about letting go of the past I'm talking about breaking through from those things that are hindering us that we give a higher priority than God in our lives you know Jonah could have walked through that city with bleached skin man he would have looked like something different he would have looked like something they had never seen before we don't know if that's true but going off James Bartley's account of what happened whether that's true or not is another matter but Jonah could have looked significantly different when you go through a process with God he changes what you look like and it causes you to stand out that process that God takes you through from from a place of death to a place of life and resurrection causes people to respond to you and what you look like causes people to respond to how you stand out and we're called as Christians to stand out stand out with our lifestyle live a pure and a different lifestyle stand out with how we love and the hope that we have and it's from this place where we stand out by how we live just as we saw with Jonah and in the same within our own lives if we stand out in this way then you know we will see people accepting our invitations when we say do you want to come to Alpha we'll see people accepting our invitations when we come to church online pray that God will help you to stand out in a new and in a fresh way pray that he will breathe new life into you in a way that he's never done before pray that he will rebuild you into a mighty army so you can see significant change in your workplace in your family in our city let's believe again that as God does something in our lives and brings us from into a place of new life that from that place God will cause us to stand out and we will see salvation we will see breakthrough we will see transformation in communities and we will see cities saved for God 
That's all that I want to see. I want to see lives changed. I don't know about you, but it is the passion of my heart to see communities and lives changed for God's glory, that they would love him too. You know, in Psalm 133, we read it last week, Paul read it on Vision Sunday. It says, how good and pleasant it is when God's people dwell together in unity. We see those people in unity in the Valley of Dry Bones. There were bones all over the place, but suddenly there were army, an army. Suddenly there were people. Suddenly they had breath in them and they stood together as an army. It doesn't say they stood together as a group of people. It doesn't say they dispersed and went their own way. It doesn't say they just stood and had a little chat with the ones that they liked. It says they stood together as an army they had a common goal and purpose they were together as one when unity comes it causes us to stand out when God does a work in you remember to stay firm and stick together with common purpose and vision it is ultimately the thing that will attract people and bring people to know God so I believe that God wants us to stand again if we're struggling with that. I believe that God is calling us to stand out. And finally, as we've talked about, I believe God's calling us to stand up for others. When you look at the purpose of an army, it talks about an army being there to fight for injustice, to stand up for the oppressed. The army brings a voice, brings a purpose. The army will stand up for the nation or the king that it is for. Armies have, have things that they outwork and do together. They, they have structures in place, ways that they operate, commands, and, and, and they work in that certain way. And as they work in that way, they move with a common purpose and they achieve things. You know, we see the army do amazing things in wartime, but in peacetime too. Look at what they're, they're doing with things like the vaccination of COVID. When there's a flood, we often see army dispatched to that area to help. When there's fires in the summertime, we often see the army dispatched to those areas to help. And I want to encourage you today to say, as we stand together, there is nothing that we cannot do in our community. You know, we've taken an offering um, this month and we're believing that we're going to be able to do more and more in the community and I want to encourage you as we do that that we stand together that we believe together that we look at what we can do for other people where we can stand up for them maybe with our voice maybe in a practical way by helping them but also maybe in prayer prayer is also an amazing way that you can stand up for others you stand up for them by praying for them and believing for them it's not always just practical application of these things God wants to call us to to go again for people, to stand in the gap for them, to stand in the gap and say, God, help this person, to stand in the gap and say, I can actually provide and help for you there, to stand in the gap and say, I will be a voice for you in this and call out to you in this. And church, God is calling us again to love and support our community. We believe God's given us um, a vision this year for how we do that and how that's going to be outworked. And I just want to encourage you to continue to get on board with that. Get on board with it by practically helping get on board with it through prayer and praying that we would have a deep impact and a lasting impact on people's lives get on board with it by supporting and encouraging we stand up for others in so many different ways and we fight for them in so many different ways that huge army that can have such an impact God is calling us to come together God is calling us to have new life breathed into us God is calling us to stand again so that we can stand with purpose and stand up for others so stand Stand out this year. Stand up for others this year. 
I really believe that God wants you to live again, that God wants you to come out of your grave, no longer to be hindered by it, no longer to be that dry, bleached bone, but to come out of that grave and shine for him. You know, I've taught many times and I've spoke this morning about that rattling sound, that sound of change. Respond to it today. Let God do something new in you. Let God define your future by your response to his word. And it may look different. You may look different, just like Jonah possibly did, than you ever looked before, but it'll be that that causes you to stand out to your family, to your neighbours, to your workplace, because God has done something new in you and transformed you beyond recognition. It may not be physical, but it may be internal, that he's given you a new hope that you never had before. He's given you a peace that you never had before, and suddenly you respond to situations so differently, and this will cause you to stand out in such a way, because they'll think, why are you why are you being like that? Oh, you were never like that before. What's happened? Why have you changed? What, what that it's really good, but I don't quite understand it. And it's at that place you can say, God's done a work in me. God's changed me. There was a there was a sound in the spirit. I heard the word of God and he's done a new work in my life. So respond as God calls you. Stand out. Be that army. Let's stand together and let's see as as we do that, that God will impact and change the world around us. Let us just pray. Father God, I thank you for your love and your care for us. I thank you that you no longer want us to be those dry bones, but you want us to stand up. You want us to stand out and you want us to stand up for others. God, I pray that you would do a deep work in our lives. God, I pray that in and through it, we would be transformed beyond all recognition. And from that place, we can stand with others and believe the same for them. God, I pray that as we sing this next song, God, that it would be almost like a battle cry for us. God, that it would be a response where we say, I no longer want to be that dry bone, but I want to, I want to begin to rattle. I want to begin to respond to the, the voice that you're calling me with. I want to begin to see change in my life so that I have purpose, so that I have a plan, God, and so that I can be an impacting person to change the world around me for you. God, I pray that you would help us. God, I pray that you would speak to us. Holy Spirit, minister to us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.